if you find yourself fantasizing, reminiscing about your last relationship, it is a warning sign that something is off in your current marriage. And the more you think about your ex in that positive way, the more likely it is that you've got a problem in your marriage. So you're thinking about your ex. New research shows it's your subconscious trying to help you survive. Dr. Noelle Nelson explains. Stay tuned. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I just want to start off 2014 by thanking you for your interest in improving your marriage and for your support of the Hitched Podcast. We have some big things planned this year for Hitched as we continue to seek new ways to entertain, educate, and inspire your marriages, and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you once again for listening, and on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined with the always fantastic uh, relationship expert, Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Um, We have uh, a a salacious topic today. We are going to talk about the lure of the ex, Um, and uh, this is something that you brought up. Uh, so, you, you know, you might think that uh, the most recent ex, be that a boyfriend or girlfriend or previous spouse, would be someone you would shudder at the thought of, like, no, never again, because you either left them for for some good reason or they walked out on you, which makes them a, a bad person. But apparently, Noel, you say that recent science says it's actually the opposite, Yes, indeed. And believe me, Steve, it was a surprise to me, too. Um, But recent research shows that when there's trouble brewing in your current marriage, you're most likely to indulge in romantic fantasies about your last love. And that can then interfere with your current relationship quality. That is interesting. So um, so really, it's like all the bad stuff just kind of goes out the window then? Well, to a degree. Um, If the bad stuff was really horrific, like a physically abusive ex or an ex who was a permanently dead drunk, um, somebody who engaged in criminal activity, I mean, that stuff is not going to go out the window. But generally speaking, when you're dissatisfied in your current relationship, it's more likely that you will mainly recall the good points of your last relationship and kind of just, you know, sort of gloss over the not so good aspects. Okay. I can tell you, and my, I've got like a perfect example from my own life, <laughs> which is my, my previous relationship was, oh my God, fun and affectionate and romantic. And when things aren't going so good in the current one, I, I started to sort of, you know, daydream about that. And I kind of forget about the part where he couldn't hold down a job. He never had any money. He was always borrowing from me, the neighbor, a coworker, whoever, and never paying them back. Mm. You see? 
So I just sort of, you know, just kind of drift into all those good moments, the good times, and fantasize literally around there. And that is a strange but true scientific fact. Mm, okay. Um, and and how does that? I mean, like, how does this affect your marriage, or why does this matter to your marriage? Just the the fantasy of an ex. Well, two ways. The first one, Steve, is that if you find yourself fantasizing, reminiscing about your last relationship, it is a warning sign that something is off in your current marriage. And the more you think about your ex in that positive way, the more likely it is that you've got a problem in your marriage. See, sometimes the thing is we don't want to admit to ourselves there's a problem in our current marriage, but you're unconscious sneaky little bugger that it is, <laughs> always knows if you're happy or not. And quite frankly, pleasantly ruminating about your ex, you know, like I was saying, oh, how fun and affectionate and romantic, is frequently your unconscious trying to find a solution to your current problem. Mm. And what your unconscious is doing is trying to make you happy. Okay. So if if I mean if you are uh, romanticizing your previous relationship by remembering um, you, the fun things that you were doing, is that uh, telling your t- telling you that your current relationship needs more of that, or is that your subconscious just going to the only or the best happy places? It's your subconscious going to the only or best happy places. Okay. Because you got to remember, your subconscious, your unconscious is designed as part of your survival system. And your survival system, if you will, isn't just the tiger's going to get me, I got to run now. Your survival system is also about trying to get you to be happy. Mm. Which is why, by the way, people eat comfort foods when they're unhappy or, you know, go back to cigarettes or drugs or whatever. It's it's the subconscious going Make her happy, make her happy, make him happy, kind of ignoring all the stuff that your conscious knows isn't so swift. So it's the same thing. It's just your subconscious going, oh, here's a happy place we can think about. And it dives into that because it's only in your, I want to say prefrontal cortex, but it, it, it's, it's in the, the most evolved part of your brain, if you will, that's your consciously making choices and Conscious choices, <clears throat> excuse me, may or may not involve instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I mean we're talking about the X, um, and and there's a lot, there's a wide range of what that might mean, right? So you could mm-hmm. have the person who is your ex spouse that, or maybe perhaps not, that you uh, share custody of a child with, or we could be talking about like your high school flame, right? I mean there's. Absolutely. Do, do those do the? Does it matter like where in the spectrum that X falls? No. And some of us women will relate to this. Some of us have a bad boy back there somewhere in our history, and that's the one we fantasize about, which is absurd, you know. But <laughs> it, no, it, it it doesn't matter. I don't know if guys, because I'm not a guy, I don't know if guys have that same, you know. But there's that one chick. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, guys do. <laughs> guys, guys definitely do have that as well. Yes. Um, okay. So no, you're you're in answer, and Steve, it doesn't matter. The research that was done specifically was about the most current X. Mm. But um, I agree with you that I do not think that that's. I mean, that's just where this particular study focused. Mm-hmm. But okay. I'm sure most of us can relate to fantasizing or romanticizing a previous 
lover, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, and frankly, it's most of the time your subconscious just trying to make you happy because something's going wrong where you are now. Gotcha. Okay. And I got to tell you, Noel, it's not always being a bad boy. So I'm, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so, um, it doesn't sound like going back to the X is the answer though, right? That is correct. And that is where, unfortunately, some of us make a mistake, which is we assume that because we're romanticizing, fantasizing, dwelling on the X, that, oh, maybe I shouldn't have left them. Maybe I should still be with them. But no, frankly, thinking about going back to the ex is usually a way of avoiding thinking about what's going wrong in your marriage. And that's the issue. I mean, it's it's scary to think about something being off in your marriage. We, we don't want our relationships to be in trouble. But, you know, it happens. Yeah. And, and when you're, you know, when we see this all the time in the studies bear it out of, you know, if you are a divorced person, you're more likely to be divorced in your second marriage. And a lot of that is because you're not solving problems. You're just moving on from them. And you're, and you always carry yourself with you. Yeah, exactly. You are, you are the common denominator in your relationships. That's right. That's why it's very, it's usually recommended. And I'm, I'm sure there have been many hitched mag articles on the subject. It's usually recommended to wait a while a year or two before you consider seriously getting into another relationship. You can date and all that, but, you know, getting like commitment serious because if you haven't worked out whatever your share of the issues were in the previous relationship, guaranteed you're going to bring them into the next relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you want the, there, there's definitely, um, when you start doing this uh, fantasizing, um, you want to address it. Um, but I, I assume you don't want to just go to your spouse and say, uh, Hey honey, um, I've, I've really been thinking a lot about my ex lately. Uh, so, so how, 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 how do you approach that if you know this is going on in your brain? Well, I'm laughing, Steve, because really that make a great premise for a movie. <laughs> it would turn into the War of Roses all over again. Yes. <laughs> you know? Honey, I love you, and I've been thinking about the eggs. I don't think so. Um, you, you would you would be in even worse hot water. Yeah. But it does mean to start a conversation, even in very vague or general terms. Something like, you know, I'm not sure what's going on. But I'm feeling kind of at loose ends in our relationship. See, that's a very wide, broad, general statement that doesn't bring up the ex at all. There's no need to. Mm -hmm. But that lets your spouse know, look, I don't know what's going on, but something doesn't feel quite, quite together, quite like it does usually in our very good relationship. Do do, do you see how that works, Steve? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, do you? You're you're vague in that, um, and and and, right. and bringing it up. Uh, how if where to go from there? Yeah, where do you go from there? Because you might not know what you need necessarily. Just that you're not exactly that, that that you're just there's a want, and you're not quite sure what that want may be. Exactly, and so then what you follow it up with is asking your spouse, "Are you feeling anything like that? Can you help me out? Have you been noticing anything?" Um, Maybe we haven't been spending enough time, quality time together. Uh, maybe we, uh, you know, you, you, you can just throw out stuff. You're fishing, yeah. basically. Do you, you're asking your spouse to come fish with you. 
Okay. I mean, I mean, do you need to diffuse it a little bit by saying like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I love you. Uh, I just feel like eh, there's, I'm just, I'm just a little off balance. Do you need to do something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not so much. And it would depend on the nature of the relationship that you guys have. If, if, if it's pretty clear that things are hunky dory, generally speaking, mm -hmm. then it doesn't take much to prelude, you know, or yeah. preamble. Uh, before you have to get to the a little bit off and that's why again you want to keep it very very vague a little bit off okay. and if you if you want to you can get mildly specific by saying i had this weird dream don't have to mention the x once again but i had this weird dream and and i just woke up feeling kind of huh are we okay <laughs> got it okay that's a good tact i like that one because it definitely oh, lets yeah. you off the hook yeah well and it's it's a kindness. Yeah. In other words, if you're smart enough to know it's not really about the ex, yeah. therefore, why in the heck would you slap your spouse upside the head with it? That, yeah. That's just mean. Mm -hmm. um, putting something on a dream and to say, well, what was the dream? Well, you know, I'm not sure. It was just, it's just kind of uncomfortable. And it has something to do with us. Okay. That's all you need to do. And your, your spouse may go, gee, I, I don't know what you're talking about, honey. But that doesn't matter. You've raised the level of awareness within your marriage. You will start to be a little more in tune with, well, what can I bring to the marriage that maybe I've been, I maybe been careless or negligent or just too busy or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it raises the level of awareness and the, and the acknowledgement that you guys want a good relationship. Yeah. I mean, there's a, like we're talking about bringing this up in, in terms of talking with your spouse. Uh, is, is it also something that you could just um, act upon? So you, you have these thoughts. And so it's like, well, you know what? I'm going to schedule a date night this weekend and see if we can rekindle some, some adventure into our relationship. Is that, is that another um, route to take? Oh, sure. Um, you know, I think actions are, are often preferable to words. We talk an awful lot. Um, and, Often an action can speak much louder and can resolve things much more quickly. So, yes, if you're inspired to, you know what, I think a, a more adventurous date night or whatever it may be, you know, let, let's do a surprise day at the beach, whatever. It's, I'll, I'll bring her breakfast in bed. I mean, it, it, the, your imagination is, is unlimited. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I think actions often speak louder than words. So you, Absolutely. Could, you could really wake up, tell your spouse like, hey, I had this dream that things are not quite right. Uh, let's go do this this weekend. Bam, you've just done both of them. You can do that. Again, couples are different. Some couples lend themselves better to talking, mm -hmm. others to doing and then there's everything in between. So only you, I'm talking to our listeners, sure. only you know what's the best route in your couple. And so use your brains. I mean, they're there for a reason. Your subconscious, remember, is, is kind of more primeval. Uh, your brains are more evolved. That's a good idea to let them kick in to <laughs> determine what's the best course of action. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, this is the, the – we're recording this uh, right before Thanksgiving, and so we have the entire – the meat of the holiday season uh, coming up. And so uh, people are going to be a little extra – a little more stressed and a little more strapped for time. Um, so I'm assuming uh, if these things were going to be coming up, this might be a time of year that they would be coming up a little bit more because y you might feel – um, that your, your spouse isn't helping out enough or, you know, there might be an unhappiness that bubbles to the surface when we get put under this kind of press, 
uh, pressure and stress? Sure. You know, there's a, say, a saying in psychology, under stress, we regress. Mm. So, and what that basically means is in stressful times, you tend to go backwards into less um, less functional behavior. And that includes things like, you know, being irritated and pissed off and annoyed and jealous and envious and all those things. And I would suggest that in the midst of this holiday thing is take a moment. And I literally mean a moment because I know how precious time is. Sure. A moment to do something special for your spouse, regardless of whether the, you know, if your relationship is going great, indifferent, in the middle, whatever. For example, for Thanksgiving, you know, text your spouse, I am so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. That's it. It takes under five seconds, right? Yeah. For Christmas or, or the holiday, whatever holiday that you, you celebrate together is pick a special something that you give to your spouse at a special time, maybe right before you go to bed, not unnecessarily on Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, but just something special or maybe when they take their bath or whatever, a little something that says, you're very special to me in this time when we have to think about everybody else. Mm, okay. That's great. That's And that's easy too. And I think um, yeah. that that's what I love about these tips is that uh, you know a lot of this stuff is one of the things I hate most, and I know I'm jumping in thoughts on my brain right now, but uh, one of the things I hate most is when people say like, oh, you really have to work at your, your marriage or relationship. And I I reject that notion uh, wholeheartedly. I don't think you have to work at your marriage. I think you have to pay attention to your marriage and relationship because right. nobody wants right. to work, right? Like you don't you don't work at being a football fan. Uh, you enjoy right. it. You embrace it. You consume it. You know, nobody's like, oh, being a such and such fan is so much work. And if it is, it's because your team's <laughs> probably terrible, right? And so if your relationship is work, it's probably because things are not going very well. But if you pay attention to it and you nurture it, uh, I think that's a much different thing and a much different mindset. And I, and I, so that's why I love these tips because it's, you know, these are things you should want to do for your spouse and they're really easy. And they're, they're really easy. Super yeah. easy, super simple. And they'll yeah. feel great about it. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah. You make the mistake of thinking that you have to hand your spouse the car, the keys to a brand new car for them to be happy and grateful to you. And that's been, that's total baloney. Yeah. Total baloney. I guarantee you a little text that would say this Thanksgiving, the thing I'm most thankful for is you. You just bought yourself three weeks of joy. Right. You, I mean, seriously, you could probably <laughs> see that their favorite car on the street, snap a picture of it and send it to them. And that would make them equally yeah. as happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're right. It's awareness. And my word for it is mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It's just paying attention, being aware, staying awake and um, having that wonderful marriage you deserve. Yes, absolutely. Um, So if you guys are having thoughts of an ex, uh, address them. (laughs) That is your subconscious telling you that there is something. uh, Now, uh, you know, one last thing I want to touch on, um, you know, does it necessarily mean that there's something wrong? Is it is it possible that you could actually just be? I mean, you you brought up the bad boy thing. Is it possible that you could just be fantasizing fantasizing about like, oh, that was just a good memory. I you know I had that bad boy Not experience. A, right. That's fine as long as it comes and goes. Comes and goes. Got it. In other words, if if it's a momentary thought, like, oh, gee, I really like that dessert we had at Cheesecake Factory last week. That's it. It goes, then the thought is gone. Uh If it's that momentary, it is no problem whatsoever. Okay. No. 
Okay. We're talking about where you sit there and nurture the thing. <laughs> okay. So when you, when you are nurturing that relationship instead of your own. That's right. Got it. Thank you. Beautifully put. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, uh, this is uh, always, always interesting and, and, and wonderful advice, Noel. So thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Um, before you guys go, I want to remind you, you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the best-selling author, author of many, many books. Um, her most recent book is Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy. Uh, that is available on Kindle readers and um as I mentioned just about every time, uh, Kindle readers aren't necessarily the Kindle tablet. It's also the Kindle app, which you can download for free on iPhones, Android devices, uh, Windows phones, all pretty much every device on the planet you can get the Kindle reader on, um, which would make a fantastic stocking stuffer, so be sure to check that out. Uh, her other relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful, uh, the other is Dangerous Relationships. That's her most recent ones. Uh, you can get more information at her website. Uh, is it? I'm sorry, Noel. Is it Dr. Noel Nelson or NoelNelson.com? Just NoelNelson.com. NoelNelson.com. All spelled out. Um, you can follow Noel on Twitter doc, at Dr. Noel Nelson. She is on Google Plus on Facebook. Uh, we are on all of those platforms as well. Uh, of course, you can uh, find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com. Uh, and one last thing I want to bring up is if you enjoy listening to this podcast um, and you get something out of this, you, you find the advice helpful and useful, um, please let us know and let others know by giving us a little star rating or a review on uh, Stitcher or iTunes or whatever platform it is that you listen to this podcast on. Uh, that will help let others know that what we provide is quality information and um, just help spread the word, and we would really greatly appreciate it. Um, but for this week, that will do it. So thank you one last time, Noel. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Okay, everybody, we'll, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Tonight. The world is ours tonight